I'm Ariel Azor, host of Right This Way, and today we're going to talk about delayed election results and voter fraud. So obviously, 2020, nothing about it has been normal. I and many others think that has a lot to do with the 2020 presidential election itself, um, all as sort of something leading up to a very, of course, historic election. And I think every election is the most important election, you know, as you like move on to the next election and stuff. But truthfully, I think this is the most important election that many people will see in their lifetime. So there's a couple things going on. I'm filming this Thursday night. So hopefully we're not going to have anything that is too out of date on information here, but we're going to talk about a couple things that are going on. Some of what we've seen, like I've said before, I live in Pennsylvania, which obviously is an insanely important state for this election. And it just happens to be one of the states that we have yet to have results from. But we're going to start with talking about these delayed results because I've been seeing this everywhere. I, you know, every time you go anywhere on social media and like before the election, you would see all this stuff, vote, uh, here's how you can register to vote. Are you voting? And you know, how can we help you get a mail-in ballot? All this stuff. Anytime you open up social media, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, even Facebook, all of these things, every single time you open anything, it's all this vote stuff being thrown in your face. And we talked about this last week before the election. And now that the election's over, I'm just like, oh my gosh, I'm so happy. This stuff is going to be gone. But no, now we just constantly, and I mean everywhere, all these same places, you see delayed, delayed election results are not uncommon. And I just want to take a moment to talk about what delayed election results are, because just because Instagram is telling me that delayed election results are normal doesn't mean I have to believe it because I remember, obviously, again, I haven't been alive for that many elections. I was alive for Bush, Obama, and Trump. So I know that's not that many. Of course, Obama was two elections, and I was alive for one of Bush's, the, the um, Bush the son. I mean, I know that I don't have like a million elections under my belt, and I'm sure somebody has been alive where they've seen something similar happen. But in my lifetime, I have never woken up the next morning after the election and not known who the president was going to be. The election was two days ago as I'm filming this, three as I'm putting this out on Friday, and we still probably don't know who's going to be the next president. That's not normal. And actually, I'll prove it to you. The other presidential candidates in the last few elections have conceded that night or the next day. But we're three days after the election and we don't know there. I mean, I'm not saying anyone's wrong to not concede. We literally don't know who should concede. That's crazy. Even if by, you know, when this gets, even by when this is posted or when you're watching it, if we know the answer, it's still two, three days after the election. This isn't normal. In 2016, Hillary Clinton called Donald Trump at two 30 in the morning on the night of the election to concede. Of course, she didn't actually make a public appearance or statement to concede that night. I believe she did it the next day, but it became big news. Trump tweeted out, he told everybody, Clinton called me to concede. She knows I won. We know I won. I won. Before that, in the election of 2012, Mitt Romney versus Obama, Mitt Romney conceded the next day. The election before that in 2012, McCain versus Obama, John McCain conceded that, that next day at 4 a.m., which is... I mean, you know, we could say almost like the same night 
It, it was before people woke up in the morning. So we'll call it the same night. So John McCain conceded the same night. Hillary Clinton conceded the same night. Mitt Romney made a public appearance to concede the day after. But isn't it interesting that we don't even know who should be conceding? Because this isn't the issue here. It's just that we don't even know. My whole point is just to point out, don't listen to everybody telling you this is normal. It's not normal at all. This is unprecedented. And it's, I mean, it's very unusual. And truthfully, this isn't something that happens in America. This isn't the kind of thing that happens in socialist countries where uh, in socialist countries where the incumbent president or dictator, whatever you'd like to call them, is not actually running against their opponent because obviously the election is rigged and they know who's going to win. I'm not saying that's Donald Trump. I'm not saying that's Joe Biden. It's obviously a slightly different situation, but the circumstances of this election, right? We've been pushing for mail-in ballots since almost the beginning of the year, since COVID started. We've been pointing, we've been, we've been pushing for these ballots and, and it's just hard to believe that we couldn't have figured out this system because mail-in ballots, you've been able to mail them in for months. It's earlier than you could ever have voted before. So I don't understand, unless you had like an absentee ballot, but I don't understand how we could possibly not be able to count the votes. And especially because like I said, I live in Pennsylvania. We knew about mail-in ballots, that was clear. Everyone in my area, which is Allegheny County, so if you're looking at that on the maps and stuff, a very, I would say a very uh, mixed area, whereas Pennsylvania, a lot of the rural areas are what are red, and then we just have blue in the city. So we're right outside the city of Pittsburgh, which, yeah, it's blue. But Allegheny County as a whole is very red, and it's very blue. But what we're seeing from these numbers is very odd, and what I'm seeing from experience and from all of my friends and family members that I've talked to that have voted, everybody walked into the... Um, polling place on Tuesday and saw and saw paper ballots. And it's kind of weird because I know there's been election fraud and issues and concerns with machines in the past, but it just seems very odd, very unusual that we would go back in time. I mean, it's not like, oh, we just got these new voting machines and we haven't been able to get them to every county yet, which by the way, my county, that's what I'm saying about it. We absolutely would have had them if that was the case. But no, that's not the case. We've had these machines before. We've had them every time I've ever voted before, which obviously isn't that many, but still, I've had them every time I voted for even, you know, just small local elections and the primaries and all this. I've had a voting machine. And so that's not the issue. I know that this did not happen across America, but what did happen was people in Pennsylvania, not in my area that I've heard, people in Pennsylvania have been saying, and Arizona as well, but, uh, and Arizona as well, other states also, but we're talking about Pennsylvania, were given Sharpies to fill in these paper ballots. So what you do if you didn't vote with a paper ballot, I'll share with you. All you do in my county, at least, Allegheny, is walk in, sign the voter book with your name under your name, and then they, you go to the other end of the table and they hand you a ballot, whichever one's next in the pile. So I don't think, I mean, maybe I missed it if they somehow connected a number on my ballot to my name or something, but they didn't do anything that I saw. And I don't believe there's any connection or any way to trace that ballot back directly to me. Now, this doesn't necessarily matter unless somebody under my name has requested a mail-in ballot and they've mailed it in. So I don't, I mean, 
I don't know, maybe I just don't understand a lot about the election process, but what I do understand was that this entire process that we went through on Tuesday was different from what it's ever been, from what I've experienced. My parents, obviously, who have voted in many more elections than I have, thought it was strange. And, you know, if you thought that was strange, just wait a day or two and see these results that are coming in. Because I think one other thing that is pretty unusual is how many of these different media stations are calling states unofficially, but putting them on their websites, which, by the way, we think we can trust and follow along with. I mean, Fox News, CNN, CBS News, big news stations, and I maybe shouldn't have said CNN because who trusts that anymore? But honestly, CNN had pretty good graphics. I, I there That was one of the better ones to uh, look at on election night and to watch, but it's pretty disappointing not to know that next morning. Now you're saying, okay, you're impatient, you know, Okay, whatever. But let's talk about voter fraud, right? Who cares if we don't know the next morning? Let's just hope we know by the end of the week. Although North Carolina said that they are waiting to give their final results until November 12th because they decided to extend their election day to November 12th. Weird, right? Suspicious? Yeah, because no one else did that or was able to. But, you know, North Carolina, who's also a very important state for Donald Trump, actually, or for Biden. But at this point, I think we're not close to seeing results because now we've got the issue of voter fraud coming out. Uh, There was the really, really suspicious stuff with Michigan. People were saying a lot of things. I mean, it's hard to sort out the truth in that. What is definitely true is that they stopped counting votes in Michigan at like seven o'clock or whatever time they stopped. And then... The next morning, none of the numbers have changed except Joe Biden's vote went up by like 100,000 votes. So that's weird. Again, uh, super, super suspicious, super sketchy. We definitely need to look into that. There's literally, like everybody's been saying this, a 0% possibility. It's a statistical impossibility that all of these votes would go only to Joe Biden. Because it's not even just Joe Biden and Donald Trump. There was there was two other third-party candidates, and they're now saying that that was due to a typo. Um, maybe. It's weird. Again, it's super weird. So uh, if it was due to a typo, great. It's fixed. It's fine. But we should look into it. It's worth looking into. The whole state is worth looking into because, again, like Pennsylvania, which he hasn't, which Trump hasn't won uh, officially, no one wants to call it for him, although a really good portion of our votes are in, and he has been up almost the whole time. We flipped red in 2016 for Trump, so I find it very unusual that we wouldn't again, minus all of the sketchy things going on in Philadelphia and in our cities that are the one possibility of flipping Pennsylvania back to blue. They're not allowing Republican uh, poll watchers to go into the places where they're counting the ballots. That's not supposed to be legal, uh, but I don't know how that's being allowed right now, but it is. But my question is, who cares? If you have nothing to hide, it shouldn't matter if you're being watched. They're covering up the windows so people can't see inside of these ballot counting places, and they're not allowing GOP poll watchers to come in and observe what's going on. If you have nothing to hide, who cares if people come from the other side come watch, right? Who cares? Well, unless you have something to hide. And it's the same thing that they're doing nationwide, not just with the state of Pennsylvania, but 
people are saying oh, it's conspiracy that there's voter fraud. And I think people on both sides, no matter who wins, how this turns out, people are going to say that whoever won, that whoever wins stole the election. Republicans don't need to steal the election. The sheer number of people behind Donald Trump that show up to his rallies, that go out and support him is something I don't think we've seen for any presidential candidate in a very long time. And I'd say probably my lifetime. If you think for one second that Joe Biden, Sleepy Joe, this man who like two days ago accidentally called his granddaughter by the name of his dead son, yes, he called his granddaughter, who is the daughter of Hunter, Bo Biden. He introduced her as Bo Biden. If you think he has more support than Obama, because that's what they're saying, by the way, that these numbers of people supposedly going out and voting for Joe Biden are more than the people that went out and voted for Obama, who was completely mentally sound the entire time and actually young and people loved him. Nobody loves Joe Biden. They just hate Trump. The Republican Party is calling for votes to be checked, for recounts in certain states. They're calling for a halt on the counting in Pennsylvania until they can get the poll watcher thing sorted out, all of these things. They are calling for people to look into the votes. What are the Democrats doing? They're saying this is conspiracy. They're gaslighting. Really, they're saying this is conspiracy. This is not true. How could you think that? Why would anyone vote for Trump? They're all voting for Biden. Of course, uh, who wouldn't want to vote Trump out of office? Like these numbers aren't weird. It's, it's, it makes sense. It's exactly what we thought. Democrats, if there's nothing to hide, be honest about it. Be open about it. Stop, stop barring Republicans from watching you count votes. That's super important. Why, why would you not let both sides participate in at least watching? If there's nothing going on, if there's nothing, no fraud, nothing behind the scenes, why can't we see it? If you have nothing to hide, let us see it. Which party is saying, let's investigate? Because when they investigate, they're going to they're gonna investigate Trump ballots and Biden ballots. They're going to investigate all of the ballots in that state. So Trump wanting to investigate is not a way for him to steal the election, it's a way for him to bring to light the fraud that's going on behind the scenes, things that we're not allowed to see. By the way, if you think for one second that any media stations who are calling these states for Joe, who very prematurely, who are putting out misinformation in numbers purposefully, in numbers and percentages, or not purposefully, I mean, just don't put it out if you don't know if it's true, right? That's media stations were supposed to have some integrity there. If you think for one second that calling for transparency is a way to steal the election, you're sorely mistaken. Every single state where there is questionable ballots, Arizona, because people were given Sharpies, Pennsylvania, because there's just so much shady stuff going on, Michigan, because we had so much confusion with numbers. There was also, I didn't mention this earlier, but there was a county that is always red in Michigan and was somehow mysteriously blue in this election, even though they historically are always red. All of these different things. If there is something suspicious, let's look into it. That's not how you steal an election. Transparency is helpful to everyone, except people who are being dishonest and cheating. If you enjoyed this episode, give me a thumbs up on YouTube. You can leave a review on Apple Podcasts, and you can also check out my Instagram at write.this.way.